Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Warm welcome to Going Greyhounds on this Tuesday morning, the 29th of June, 2021, 10.32am. I'm your host, Mark Olmus. Uh, racing was obviously rocked in New South Wales last week by another COVID scare, which has resulted in the abandonment of racing at Wentworth Park, Richmond, Nara and Gosford. As a result, the country championship final was cancelled, set to be run at Wentworth Park last Saturday, of course, after chatting to Kilo Rourke, who was meant to call that race. Uh, last week we had a chat to him and the excitement around the race, not only from Kel's perspective but the industry's perspective was very strong so a, a darn shame to, to lose that feature race. Uh, feature racing this week has been the heats of the Grafton Maiden last night, the quickest qualified for the lucrative final being the Reg Gardold trained Colonel Trigger. A very good night for the Gardold Kennel as well as uh, the McKay Kennel. We'll be catching up with Jason a little later on. Uh, but for Reg Gardold, uh, the son of Nitro Burst and Caramel Opal breaking through for his first victory at start 10. Uh, we will welcome in our first guest very soon, the uh, Tony Mestroff, the boss of Jaron SW, will join us after this. Brave Smash is the only Group 1 winning sprinter at start in Australia from the Sunday Silent Sire Line and stands the 2021 season at Aquas Queensland for 15,000 plus GST. An explosive winner of the Futurity Stakes. Brave Smash takes showtime at the 50. Brave Smash bursts through toes and stardom late. Brave Smash. The perfect outcross for Danehill line mares. For more information on Brave Smash, contact JD or PK from the Aquas sales team or visit aquasfarm.com. Form Guide, brought to you by Tabs The Lock, new on the Tab app. TNC Supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Tiger Tara, winner of seven Group 1 races, new to Yerby's stud in 2021. Visit yerby.com.au. Skipped breakfast. What Benson's, was, that Benson was, was the worst. Group. That was the worst. That was the okay. worst. Benson's Lane, mate, 40 degrees. I promise to God the flies are bigger than bees. <laughs> Don't go to work on an empty stomach. They <laughs> are massive out there. No breeze. You, you don't, you're not going there to get a duck, let me tell and you. They, and they're immune to AeroGuard as well, but yeah. oh, yeah. I, I, I felt it was it. like they, that brought them on. Yeah, the more yeah. AeroGuard, the more you copped it. <laughs> the Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing Militant Cloud only fairly away. Best to begin Kiss Biscuit now onto the fence and making a surge for Zipping Maserati. It finds the lead from Elsie Bay around their magic charm. Dropping off Militant Cloud, Happy Rumble well back as Buddy Boomyar and Kentiki Star at the tail. Off and gone the favourite. Zipping Maserati, scorch clear by five. Elsie Bay and also Magic Charm battle out the miners, but it's all the favourite in the first. Zipping Maserati, too strong, beats Magic Charm. Grabbing the third was Elsie Bay in front of Kiss Biscuit. Militant A brilliant Cloud. start to the evening last night at Grafton. Uh, that new track, uh, stunning under lights, and we got to see some very, very smart youngsters in the Maiden series from Grafton. A few from the Jason McKay. Kennelly joins us. Jason, thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds. The long-awaited debut of the Zipping Garths, well, in New South Wales, really, uh, took place at Grafton last night. You must have been very pleased with what you saw. Welcome. Yeah, Mark, thanks for having us, mate. I appreciate it. Yeah, Mark, um, obvious from the first days they stepped out at the breakers, these dogs, they created huge interest. So 
there would have been a few eyes on them for sure last night, mate. So um, very happy where they're at. They're only 19 months. It's their second trip away in their life, their first eight dog or all of that. They never, what you call, flew out the boxes, but they're work in progress. I just think in time they're going to be very, very smart litter of pups, mate. And you said after the race, I just uh, heard the interview with uh, Duke after the race, is that just you wait until they get the start right. Exactly right. You can throw all that out the window, Mark, when you're trolling one and two doggers. They usually get it right, but it just comes the the, the big the big girl and, and an eight dogger and a few extra people and a few extra dogs around <laughs> you. They sometimes can just panic a little bit. And I know in time they're very safe beginners, so... If we could get it right this week, I think they're right in it. Without It's a tricky race, an even race, but I think my two could have a bit of scope with a faster beginning, mate. Two runners through to the $20,000 final. Uh, lots of hype around them. It must have been nice to just get them out there and let them do the talking. Yeah, exactly right. You get you get over that stage where, oh, this one done that, um, he done this, this one's doing that. Well, <laughs> just put them on Sky Channel, put them in an eight-dogger, put a rug on them and let's, let's really have a look what we got and what they showed last night was uh, a lot of potential for a couple of juveniles to tell the truth they just again Mark they're going to need the 10 or 15 starts races under a belt a few more trips away maybe an interstate trip as well but what I'm seeing is very very positive for Garth here now at this stage of course you out of anybody would have the best gauge on these dogs uh, with prior experience of course and to see how good they are Zippy Maserati the first to win he looks to be the star of the litter and at the moment he's the best on what we saw last night do you think he will be the best of the litter or can you see a, a few of the others maturing and maybe joining him on that pedestal yeah Mark I, I had nine in the litter one was very mature I moved her back to be spelled and to grow up a bit Okay. I've kept eight of them. Um, there's not a lot between them, but obvious he's probably the pick of them. But there's a couple clipping at his heels time-wise, not far off him, which is great. There's another one here that's unraced that had a little virus that had a little setback. He's probably as good as you can get. So, probably What's the, the name of that one, one Jason? Uh, that'll be Zipping Lennox, that one. He's right. a pretty smart individual too. So, Mark, we'll have a look in about a month. Okay. Somewhere at Maitland or Bulleye or Richmond or the Gardens, but it's a nice litter and they can just keep working it out, Mark. Take them one step at a time, dot the dots, cross the T's. I think everything's going to be right. What about the other one, Yannick? Uh, we saw Zipping Eve win as well, uh, very good, but what about Zipping Yannick? Ran third. Uh, you couldn't have been too displeased. Again, first looker at the races. Uh, plenty of improvement to come, obviously. Yeah, similar to the two that won. He trolled. Very similar to them at Grafton and around the local tracks here at Richmond and Maitland and the Gardens. But Mark, he had no luck. He bombed it and he, he's tried to drive to a gap that weren't really there. And the four squeezed him up going through the bend and he got the backwash of it and took all his momentum away. So we really never got a, a real glimpse of him. But he's a nice young pup as well, Mark. So when he finds their hair one day, we'll, we'll, we'll see what he's got. You trained Dad, obviously, Zipping Garth, and you said that he's the fastest dog that you've trained. And uh, We know your raps for the dog, but there was obviously something very special outside of his ability that you loved about him. Well, I, I just think all the real good ones have got that bit of swagger about them, bit of right. arrogance about them, yep. and got that real temperament, Mark, where they just they just float around thinking they're a bit above everyone else. <laughs> and He'd done it from day dot, and some of his times there's, ridiculous for a young fella like 
punched one out, Mark Hill, the, the record at Richmond, there, uh, at uh, Wenny in an Easter egg semi, 29-27. She was a record holder at the Gardens, post to post, 24-20. Here's a 17-month-old pup, comes out and breaks her record, just 24-16 as a pup, you know what I mean? I'm looking at myself going, does this really happen? Uh, Ability-wise, he was untapped him. We never, we just got a glimpse of him, five starts, five wins before he broke down, but I was just hoping I could have showcased him for another 10 or 15 stars because he was something special right out of the box. Yeah, we're worse off for it for sure, but great to now see his progeny. Uh, what did you make of the Grafton track last night, Jason? Hey, Mark, I've been around a while. I've been in all states, everywhere. It's, it's, it's Without a doubt, it's the best, safest track I've ever wow. laid foot on. Okay. The, the, the camber on the corners, there's very limited interference. It's a nine-second back straight. It gives any dog... Every possible chance to wind up, grab a position. Um, lovely run aims, the biggest, longest, safest catching pen you can get us. Uh, without a doubt, Mark, it's the best one I've seen, which is great for New South Wales, mate. Well, that's terrific to hear from someone uh, such as yourself with such high standing uh, in the training ranks. Now, with COVID and everything that's going on at the moment, uh, there's... Plenty to like about being involved in greyhounds in New South Wales at the present with prize money, tracks, feature racing. We always go on about how good it's going. It can always get better, but we always seem to be keeping up with that. Um, we know that already. I actually want to ask you about your family, Jason, because we see young April at the races. Now, gee, you must be proud every time you flick on 526 and you see her handling uh, the, the dogs for you, doing a great job. Yeah, she's only novice, like you say. She's only 16, but hey, Mark, she's... Her apprenticeship will go on for a fair while yet, but she's mm. been beside me since she was three-year-old, so she's, she's had a bit of time there to see what the, the main go is and very committed and dedicated, which is great for a, and a and young six, girl. And, um, at 16 you know, years I'm of age, on. very rare to find, Jason. Yeah, I, Mark, my problem throughout Australia is trying to find that real young brigade that wants to grab the training ranks by the throat mm. and and go to that highest level, they're, they're rare as rockin' horse, tell the truth. But this young girl, she's only very early stage of her career, and, and I've just seen her work ethics, her hours, she's re- relentless. She's so in your DNA, Mark, to say you've got to have it in the blood, mate. She's certainly got that, Absolutely. which is great. The other little fella's starting to tack along too now, Rose. She's 10-year-old. Wherever we go, she's in between me and April, which is great. So I think long-term... She might be a little trainer too later on, which will be great. Well, I think we might see you all uh, a lot more. We already have seen plenty of you guys in all of the promos after big races, you guys celebrating. I feel like we might be seeing more of that in the future, especially with these zipping gas, Jason. Thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds this morning. Great to get an update on a very, very exciting litter. Thanks very much for having us, Mark. I appreciate it. Jason McKay, uh, gun champion trainer, joining us uh, here on Going Greyhounds. We'll take a short break before our next guest. Don't go anywhere. Is your business recruiting? Nova Employment has over 1,500 people with diverse abilities ready to make a positive difference in your workplace. I'm Poppy from Safe and Sound Electronics. Nova Employment have provided us with a great trainee who is confident and very reliable. I'd recommend other employers focus on ability. Recruiting? Choose Nova Employment, the premier disability employment service. Visit novaemployment.com.au. Government incentives may be available. 
Fred Hastings on Ian Craig. In terms of what I learned as a broadcaster, I have to say Ian Craig. He worked to a very exacting standard. Even as good a race broadcaster as he was, he would always record his race so that he could critique. And I think that's a mark of a man who was at the top of his game, but he always wanted to maintain the standard. Monday's Experts. Monday's Experts. 11am Monday on Racing HQ. Don't miss out on your last chance this season at a live auction to buy a quality broodmare in foal to some of the hottest stallions around at the Great Southern Broodmare Sale to be held at Oakland's on the rescheduled date July 5. Catalogue available now at inglis.com.au. And here is a champion! Cracksman wins the champion in fantastic style! The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe, first time, every time, is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. The Tab Everest. Lost and running at the 200. Two and a half clear from Lou Cicello. He's in a good battle for second with Switch. But boy, John O'Shea's placed this guy brilliantly throughout his career and he remains unbeaten. That's four now for Lost and Running and House off with that. Pretty exciting, this guy. Had a bit on those. Lost and running. Lost and running, going through his gears inside the 250. Opened the shoulders up and has drawn well clear. Lost and running is different class in the last. Lost and running, how cosy with that. The Tab Everest, Saturday, October 16. Another one for Lost and Running. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back. Great to have your company. We just had a really good chat with Jason McKay. Uh, that zipping garth little looks to be outstanding. Jared uh, Daffy, Tab's very own, joins us on the line. We look ahead towards the Group 1 Brisbane Cup heats, five of them coming up uh, this Thursday, as well as three heats of the Group uh, 1 Queensland Cup heats. We've also got the McKenna Memorial heats from Sandown Park to look forward to. Uh, plenty of racing action uh, where we can race at the moment, Daff. Um, we're back on fire again uh, in terms of the country and the COVID scenario, but racing continues. It does. Good morning, Mark. And what a great night's racing it was at, uh, at Grafton last night. Obviously, oh, we've got the new track in business there, but I can remember when I, I went to Grafton many, many years ago, and that was... Uh, in those days, I think they had like eight meetings, eight or nine meetings in a two-week period, and they came from everywhere. And one thing I do remember is that that maiden series each and every year was a race where they targeted uh, greyhounds. There, you could see some upcoming potential stars. I saw a star title win his first race there, but last night all eyes were on those those greyhounds, those zipping Garth pups, and and obviously there were some others that set the track alight as well. But uh, gee, they've got some potential, haven't they? Star title, Daff. I've got the honour roll of the, the Group 1 Brisbane Cup in front of me. Won the 22nd running of the race back in 1993. Did it really? Okay. Mm. So it is a while ago. Yep. And you remember it. I was there. <laughs> I was there. That's the sad part about it. <laughs> Must be looking forward to, to this uh, this coming Thursday. This is always a very good race to, uh, well, technically kick off the, the new season. Uh, I know... I've noticed that grain racing isn't isn't massive for 
for keeping track of, I guess, changing seasons. But technically, coming into the 1st of July, we will be moving into season 2021-22. And uh, the first of them will be the Brisbane Cup. I can remember back to this time last year, and uh, we had all of our sights on, on, on black opium, and it was classy ethics as well, winning the Queensland Cup and Brisbane Cup. Uh, gee, it is a long time, isn't it, Daff? Yeah, look, it is. Uh, and obviously, uh, things were messed around last year due to COVID. And it might still have an impact this year, or it already has to some degree, but classy ethics will be going round in the heat of the Queensland Cup over the longer trip again. It'd be fair to say she's not in career-best form at the moment, and she'll struggle. Uh, no black opium, but uh, Thompson's have sent up a couple of um, worthy replacements for her this year. So had a little bit of a change yesterday, Mark. We had the fields and the box draw done yesterday, so nice and early. That's good. So there are three heats of the Queensland Cup over the longer trip, the Tab Queensland Cup. They're the first three races on the program. Then we've got five wonderful heats of the Sky Racing Brisbane Cup over the 520-metre course, and I'm assuming that the markets for all of those seats and also the two outrights will not be far away. Yeah, can you get onto them? Itching to have a bet, though. I've been, I've been on them. Actually, so I might, might go through a couple of uh, the key run, runners in each of the races. We'll deal with the Queensland Cup first. Now, Hank the Hustler, he's coming up. He's had terrific form of recent times in Victoria since moving across from South Australia. He's got box seven, zipping the seco box eight. And temper tears, it might well be the smoky. It's running into a bit of form. It's got the checkbox there, but I would suspect that Hank the Hustler would be favourite there from box seven. Uh, How far sec- away zipping Naseko on, on the second line then, Dave? Uh, pretty close, I'd say. Okay. She's a leader. She doesn't have to lead, but she, you know she gets the trip. It was quite a good run when second to Maggie Moomoo in the Superstars last week. They do drop away rather quickly in that heat, so I'd expect... Uh, that those two to dominate the market, then a bit of a gap to temperatures and pretty much any old price. The okay. rest. What about the second so, heat? Well, Maggie Moo did win that race last week, but that was a four-dog field. She's drawn inside again. Problem with her this week, good beginner inside, Georgia keeping, good beginner outside, smart Lily, and we'll have a couple coming down from the outside. So her best result will be to bomb the start again and be out the back. But mixed recall. Uh, she's had, uh, what, three runs back now, four runs back from six months off. I don't mind her drawing out wide. She was pulling ground off Burnt Ends, who's got box uh, six here last week, so I think she'll be pretty hard to beat. I guess Maggie Moo Moo might be the favourite for Mixed Recall and then Burnt Ends, but I'm tipping there'll be support for Mixed Recall. And the third of the uh, Queensland Cup heats, we've got, well, this is an interesting race. Now, five-star, I thought, was on face value disappointing last week in that four-dog field. But to take a few things into consideration, Mark, you can see why he didn't win. He was the short price favourite, but it was his first start at the track and it was his first trip away in a plane. Right. It all matters to some of them. So he ran 41.90. He was last all of the way. I'm not sure about him, but we've got an up-and-coming potential star in the staying ranks from Victoria there, Mapunga Ruby for Jeff Britton. She's won the last couple uh, on the country circuit. Uh, recently ran fast time over the Sandown 600. She's going to be pretty hard to beat, but that's a race that's got some depth. Uh, the veteran Sir Truculent off the red pump, it's got box two, another potential leader. 
a lucky hero made that uh, that listed race a couple of weeks ago, and Mia uh, Magic for Ray Berman out in box eight. And Regal Rocky went over the 600 on Monday night. He's a potential up-and-coming youngster as well, but I think I'd be keen to be on Mapunga Ruby there, but I suspect five-star might be the fave. Yeah, Bar Sandy also winning last night at Grafton. I know not uh, not in this uh, Queensland yeah, Cup series. I, I was a bit surprised at that. Bar Sandy a little the way to win that feature two weeks ago. Uh, mm. Missed out on a run in the uh, in the superstars last week and finished down the track in uh, in that distance race. I think it was called the Chairman's Cup. So yeah, she went round at uh, Grafton last night, which I think is closer to her being her home track mm. and she won there so yeah a little bit surprised uh, she's not going around on Thursday night but that's the way connections have gone. On to the Sky Racing Brisbane Cup while we're here Daff five heats uh, that first heat you've got for Peter Lagogiani, Pay Call, Jungle Juice, Yozo Bell all drawn uh, next to each other that'll make mm. for a fascinating first split. Look he's a big draw car Jungle Juice he mm. really is but I've got some issues here with him he's got Yozo Bale outside him the Country Cup's king he recently won the Wagga Cup. Uh, his form has been terrific now for some 12 months. He can begin. However, he, he hasn't been here, and a couple of times he's raced on country tracks in Victoria. He has missed the start at his first attempt, and you can miss the start at Albion Park. Music event was out of business early last week. Special Cindy this time last year ran 29.57 as a youngster. That's a pretty deep heat, and there's a fair amount of pace there. So Jungle Juice, uh, I know he's got a brain. He's got pretty good track sense. He's going to need some luck. Is he, is, is he better off just slightly being slow away? Obviously, he can't he's do that He's better off completely missing the yeah. start yeah. and then just cut across to the fence because the race has got trouble written all over it on the first turn. Uh, and, you know, he gets posted out there. He could be right in the thick of that. So he's better off missing the start. Looking forward to seeing the juice in action in race four. What about race five, the second heat? Uh, Crazy Cool's in there, of course, was going really well around mm. the summer period and, and, and took out that match race series uh, earlier on in the year. Also went to New South Wales, picked up a, a group race, but, gee, drawn towards the outside. Aston Fastnet after that unbelievable trial, which we'll have a look closer at on the catching pen later tonight. And then Shimmer Shine, of course, the bullion winner from earlier this year. He's two from two uh, at the creek. Well, he's he's. I think he's the best dog in the country, Shimmer Shine. Uh, he has been around here, twenty nine fifty one. Um, you know, we saw him earlier in the year. Aston Fastnet trial twenty nine sixty three, basically straight off the plane. He's a super dog. Just got to wonder where he'll end up early because he's got Shimmer Shine outside of him, and then a very good beginner in limited edition drawn in box eight. You mentioned Crazy Cool. Uh, she can begin, so it sort of looks like Crazy Cool or perhaps Limited Edition might lead with Shimmer, Sign, Sh- Shimmer Shine getting to the outside of them on the first turn, but that's a great heat, and you, you might be surprised, you might be able to get a backable price there for Shimmer Shine, I know he, he dominates these races, but he might be backable from that ordinary draw. Or it's one of those cases where he opens up a bit too short and maybe gets out on race night. Uh, we'll have a look and we'll find out more when heats or markets come out rather with Tab. Uh, On to the third heat, Tigalong Tonk, the dual group, uh, group one winner, drawn the red. Uh, the Tassie Dog, which finally broke through last week, has drawn two. Uh, going further out, uh, far more beach. It does look to be a race in two. Is that fair, Duff? I think uh, when I looked at this, I thought, mm, Tigalong Tonk, let me add him. But then you, you, you delve a little deeper. Windburn Sheen can come out, drawn right beside him in box two. Uh, far more Beach, you mentioned there, uh, is, is a beginner capable of running those low 550s early. Uh, Hope's King is in the same boat. 
but he's such a terrific race dog, Tigger Long Tonk. He can sit behind them and, and still win. But again, he, he might be one of those who will open up really, really short. And I suspect that they'll back a couple to beat him. Maybe even extra malt, which was good in the match race two weeks ago against Jungle Juice and completely out of business early last week. But big draw card, Tigger Long Tonk. But you think box one, good draw, but I'm not so, I'm not so certain there. We'll move on to race seven, the fourth heat. Now, this does shape up to be uh, a state of origin, but throw in Victoria there too because the Star Beach Quara Bale is from box three, Orchestrate for Queensland, box five, and Modern Talking for Peter Lagogiani. Well, considering the Lagogiani name alongside, will claim as a New South Wales dog. Uh, another very good heat, and do it's drawn the eight. Tricky little race, this. Quara Bale uh, was beaten comprehensively by Equaliser in the finish last week. Mm. I know she got buffeted early and, and had to, to work to get to the front. You could see him sitting behind her down the back. I must admit, I was a little bit disappointed with her last 100, 150 metres. Um, she tied rather badly. Maybe it was exacerbated by the fact that Equaliser is so strong, but she still only ran uh, around about 30 seconds in being beaten. I thought she would go quicker than that. I've got a little bit of a query on her. As much as I love her, I don't know because we've got a good beginner in Orchestrate out in box five. Uh, looks the early leader on what we saw in the Flying Amy Classic. You know, he got down around that low 540s early. Pour it on can begin in box four. And you mentioned Do It. Well, he's a bit of an enigma. We know what he can run. He recently ran 29.15 at Sandown Park, a much better dog near the fence. But when he decides to turn it on... Or, or, that's probably not the right term. When he gets a crack at them, uh, he's capable of running fast times, but he's another one. that just got to wonder where he'll finish up from that pink box. Look, Quara Bale will be the favourite, but definitely beatable on last week's run. And Daff, in the, the last of the heats, just very quickly, we've got Tony Mestroff standing by, Equaliser and Handsome Prince, even Karinga Lucy's in there. And and impact impact, mm, uh, impact yep. ran quick time the at Kev Ellis uh, yeah of course yeah quick time here a few weeks ago in the heat of the flying Amy and, and won that final at Ipswich last Saturday night Karinga Lucy could be in trouble early Handsome Principal we still don't know he's obviously got a li- few little niggles there but gee whiz uh, equaliser uh, he's drawn where he wants to be box two he just needs a little bit of luck and I think he'll win there. Daff, thanks for joining us. Of course, all on Thursday night, Sky Racing 1 will have the extended coverage. Also, uh, DAPTO, uh, Sandown Park, the McKenna Memorial heats also to, to complement a great night of racing. We'll catch up soon, Daff. Thanks, Mark. Tabs Jared Daffy. Very quick, quickly, we'll get Tony Mestroff on the line, the boss of JRNSW, uh, just to have a, a quick chat about a hectic couple of weeks for the state and the COVID situation. Tony, thanks for coming on very, very quickly. Um, unfortunately, we've lost awards and such. Just how's the, the overall um, running of JRNSW going with, with all the COVID restrictions at the moment? Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Mark. I, I think it's a difficult period for everyone. Um, not only Greyhound Racing, we've obviously had to cancel our awards, which was a real shame. We also had a Parliamentary Friends of Greyhound scheduled for Parliament House last week, which we also had to cancel. So it's a shame, but it seems to be the world we live in. Um, we had to make some tough decisions after the announcement on Saturday in relation to our state and racing. And as you've probably seen, we've put the state into two zones, obviously the the lockdown zone and then the remainder of the state. Mm. So the feedback's been good. Look, we're trying to um, cater for 95% of participants. There will be those participants that we put out by this and 
um, in a more difficult situation, but we have a responsibility to the industry to provide racing. We're duly trying to do that. And Tony, you caught up with uh, with Jason Lincoln yesterday, so uh, that chat through Blinder will be on the catching pen um, this evening, of course, from 7pm on Sky Racing too. Obviously, uh, before we let you go, uh, the priority is the safety of our, well, canine athletes as well as our participants. Tony, you there? Hello. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, look I, I think from a, um, a safety point of view, whether it be the dog first and foremost, and secondly is the safety of our participants and also mm. along with that is to also um, go by the government guidelines. I think mean, the, the, the two principles that we went on the weekend were, number one, we had to follow the government COVID um, guidelines, and number two, we wanted to really keep our participants safe, um, mm. as well as obviously the dogs in a racing sense. So, look, it was important. I think we went along the, with those guidelines and rules. Um, you know, we continued to race. We continued to monitor the nominations. Um, I've got lots of feedback from participants. Um, a lot of them are, are positive. Um, obviously, we're trying to work through the difficult situation. I mean, there's some big trainers outside um, of the lockdown zone, so we've hopefully provided city racing for them, um, and then we just keep monitoring the situation and working hard, Mark. Yeah, and the message is, is clear that everybody to do the right thing, follow all protocols and uh, and stay safe. Tony, uh, apologies to rush you. We will rush off to the, the press conference with the Premier, uh, but I'm sure we'll probably have a chat with you next week just to, to get another update. And hopefully this time next week, uh, we're talking about sunshine and lollipops and hopefully making our way out of this lockdown. Yeah, fingers crossed. I'm happy to go in next week, Mark. Thank you. Thanks, Tony. CEO of JRNSW, uh, joining us here on Going Greyhounds. We'll get an update soon from the Premier, Gladys Berejigli, in regards to the situation there in New South Wales. Uh, Dave Stanley, it's uh, it's, a, it's a messy time, isn't it, uh, to be quite frank? And hopefully, um, well, everybody does the right thing and, 